everyone, it's Judy Warner. Welcome to day one of our IMS 2023 tailgate party. Today we're pre-gaming with the two co-general chairs of IMS 2023. Today I'm speaking with Gail Collins and John Wood, who've been working tirelessly for over a year to bring you an amazing conference. We are going to talk about the technical tracks, the social activities, uh, all the diversity that the show brings you with women in microwaves, young professionals, and so much more. I think you're really going to enjoy this deep dive into all that this show offers. And remember, if you're coming to the show, come by and see me at booth 1855, where I'll be podcasting live from the show floor, and we're handing out great prizes from our wonderful sponsors. Now let's jump right into this conversation with Gail Collins and John Wood, IMS co-chairs. Hi, Gail. Hi, John. So thanks so much for joining us. I'm so glad you can come on to the podcast today and tell us all about IMS. Hi, Judy. Hi, Judy. Thanks for inviting us. Yes. So good to see you. Well, your background there is glorious. I, I haven't forgiven you for moving for, from San Diego to the North Carolina and the Research Triangle, but it looks like it's really lovely there. It is. It is. It, it is. is. As is Southern California. It is. It is. Well, we've given you a good excuse to come back with International yes. Microwave Symposium coming up in June. So before listeners, why don't you just talk about, you know, what you do at, for your professional background and then what led you to become the co-general chairs of IMS 2023? Okay, here's not. Sure. Um, well, I design power amplifiers and I've been uh, designing power amplifiers from megahertz to many, many gigahertz for quite some time. And uh, that led me to uh, start attending IMS and getting inspired by the technical papers there and then participating on the steering committees. and. Uh, uh, just kind of became part of our lives, I guess you might say. How about you, John? Yeah. Well, I've been I've been in the sort of electronics and microwave industry for pretty well all my life since graduating. Um, I graduated from Leeds University um, a long time ago with a PhD in device uh, device electronics, and. Um, was a professor for a while and then moved to the States and became involved in research with, uh, with Hewlett-Packard and Agilent and one of the things that they encouraged was participation in conferences so that's when I started going to IMS and when, when we were living in San Diego we, uh, we were thinking about uh, IMS, uh, one of our colleagues um, put in a bid for getting IMS in San Diego and failed, so we thought we'd have a go. And uh, and we were lucky enough to get awarded the uh, the chairmanship of IMS, and that was, that was it, it was cool. Yeah. Well, I was actually part of that story. I remember it very well. It was 2015, and I remember what got me there, but you guys were running the publicity committee at the time and, and invited me to be part of that, which was so much fun. It's such a great community. And then it all got over and we were all taking a deep breath and John's like, guess what? We made a bid for San Diego. You want to do it again in 2023? And I'm like, that's so far away. But here we are. 
<laughs> My, yeah. how time flies. Yeah. So uh, it's fun to be part of your journey. And now here you are co-chairing the show. So because we we do have a good percentage of our audience here on the ecosystem that RF and systems engineers, I thought this would be a good chance to sort of talk about this community, the value of this conference, and, you know, encourage people that may not know about it to to attend and just kind of raise their awareness and hopefully rope them into coming and joining the fun and all the great professional content. So who would you say as the co-general chairs, who would you say that this conference is for? And I know it has more than one portion to it. So if you'd, you'd jump into those different parts as well, that'd be great. Well, I'll just kick it off by saying it's the largest uh, microwave symposium in the world in terms of technical uh, exhibition, the student programs, and John will speak a little bit yeah. more about the attendees and who should go. Okay, it, it, covers, it covers everything you might possibly think of um, in, in the general field of radio waves, you know, from very low frequencies right through you know, RF, the radio for handheld, wireless and stuff like that, through microwaves, millimeter waves, terahertz and all the way towards light. It covers all the frequencies, the scope covers everything from uh, fundamental physics and circuit theory uh, through the device technology, making transistors, components, through circuit design such as PAs, um, and then the modules and subsystems are put together to form the big big systems and microwaves is a big part of that and so as, as Gail mentioned it covers parts of the program for students so there's a lot of interest for students in the technical side there's uh, you know academics professors professionals in industry uh, consultants anyone working in the RF space basically um, mm -hmm. there are about eight to ten thousand attendees on average in total we're looking looking for a big attendance this, this year. San Diego's a bit of a draw. Yeah, so it's a great yeah. place to meet people and network. Yeah. Especially whole... this time of year, huh? Oh, yes. oh yeah. Especially this time of year, it's beautiful. Yes, it is. Yeah, and the whole week includes uh, the Radio Frequency IC Symposium, which starts off the week, and the Microwave Measurements Conference, uh, ARFTG on Friday. And there's also a Connected Future Summit, which, uh, which is a forward-looking um, symposium within a you know, conference within a conference, if you like, that's focusing on 6G and connected transportation this year. So that'll be quite an interesting um, uh, day to spend. So from my seat in the house, you know, it, there used to be a clear delineation between, say, high-speed digital and RF. And that is becoming blurrier and blurrier. And because of IoT and wireless being integrated into systems, what I've noticed is that people who weren't traditionally maybe in the RF or microwave space are sort of being drugged into it. Do you think this would be a good place for engineers to sort of up their know-how in regards to um, designing those type of devices? Absolutely. And one of the things we've done this year is put out kind of previews of the conference on the IMS website. So it kind of gives people a foundation so that they can attend the conference and attend papers 
that perhaps may not be specifically in their field of knowledge. So I'm a PA designer, but I know a lot about control theory and filters and you name it all the way down to digital. Mm -hmm. um, so it absolutely is a way to up your game by attending IMS. Okay, that's good to know because that's one pain point I see as one with sort of a foot in both worlds. And so I thought that would be really interesting to our audience. So, to add to that? yeah, I mean, as well as that, there are, there's, um, you know, three boot camps this year. There's the RF boot camp that will drag people in, you know, and give a ground up, uh, not, you know, in, introduction oh. to RF mm -hmm. circuits and circuit design. There's the artificial intelligence and machine learning boot camp. Um, which is pretty well worth described. We've also got a quantum microwave bootcamp, which is uh, a brand new field uh, how microwaves can affect quantum electronics and vice versa. And that's, uh, that's a really topical thing for us to do. So we've got those. Workshops cover everything from cutting edge to reviews of, uh, of technology. So pick out a workshop, we've got 30 something workshops this year. That's amazing. So, you know, because I have been serving on the the um, MP3 committee or the promotion publicity committee, I've seen this stuff all going on. But I, so I happen to know that there are th are themes, and you mentioned some of them for the boot camps. Are there other parallel themes? And then, can you just give us? There's so much, it's overwhelming to look at the website because there's so much great technical content. Can you give, again, for our listeners, an overview of some of those tracks and the things that might be of interest to them? Okay. Um, well, the, the overall technical theme is, is we're pushing systems and applications. As we want to get a, a bigger and broader view of how microwaves can impact the overall system design. Mm -hmm. uh, we got you know, the conference runs Tuesday through Thursday. We've got a theme day on each day. Um, Tuesday is, is basically wireless, uh, and all wireless connectivity, MIMO, a whole range of things like that, and the AI ML theme, uh, artificial intelligence in, uh, in RA. Uh, on Wednesday, we've got um, MBSE, um, model based systems engineering, and Gail's going to let you know a bit more about that and space. And then on Thursday, uh, we have uh, biomedical applications of RF. Um, there's a lot of biomedical companies in the San Diego area, so we're hoping for a lot of interest uh, uh, from from that perspective. But MBSE is one of the things we've been really pushing this year. Well, it's quite interesting. It is uh, a technique of a, evaluating your design on the system level. So. Uh, We've heard of physical-based design and trying to get all the different time constants into uh, your simulation so you have all the way up the whole system. But model-based systems engineering goes a step further and puts your design in the environment in which it will have to perform. So, mm. for example, for aerospace, an airplane would be put into a in an environment where it might have to deal with uh, lightning strikes or a lab equipment, setting up a lab like an EM lab, uh, where are the fields going and how are they interfering to, with your testing? So mm -hmm. 
Model-based system engineering is going to be a theme. We have uh, panel sessions and technical sessions, plus demos that will be down on the system floor. There's a couple companies that will be highlighting their activities in model-based system engineering and design. So it's quite interesting. Yeah. And we thought we'd put it together with space because one of the leading um, applications has been for space and aerospace design. So it's, uh, it's quite a good partnership. Yeah, I, I can I could see that between, I mean, there's so much going on and satellite communications and not to mention the commercialization of space and all that involved. So it should be interesting to see the participation at that level. Speaking of which, um, the one thing I've always appreciated about IMS is, one, the technical rigor is amazing. Can you touch on, you know, how how that came to be and and I think how the show has come to evolve to be such a rich networking environment with so much diversity, yet hold the technical depth that it does and, um, and what you think people might expect to experience when they come maybe as a first timer? I have to give credit. It has been people like you volunteering over the years that have really formed IMS and contributed to IMS and made it what it is. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned networking. Um, as I said, we're, we're hoping for a big attendance this year because we think it's going to be the return to face-to-face um, -face networking in a big way. and. Uh, you know, we've all missed out over the past few years. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a whole bunch of social events that um, are, are really ways of, of uh, extending your network. And as you mentioned, Women in Microwaves, um, they have a reception. Young professionals also have a reception. There's the Ham Radio Social, which is going to be really interesting this year. There's a possibility of satellite passing and comms with uh, satellites as, as demos. Um, and all those social receptions are on Tuesday in the Hilton Bayfront Hotel, so you can you know you can switch from one to another pretty easily. Um, hopefully, make some new contacts and meet some old ones. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the sales pavilion. I think Gail wants to talk about oh, that. Yes. So, fan the San Diego is just a fantastic place to have a conference. The con convention center is wonderful. You have views of the San Diego Bay, you have the Embarcadero where you can walk, and right on the other end, so we have the Hilton Conventions, or the Hilton, which is the conference hotel at one end of the convention center, then at the other end of the section that we're using, we have the sales pavilion, which is right next to the technical area, where the technical sessions will be held. And the sales pavilion is this wonderful room, oh, again, overlooking the bay. It will have um, two of the receptions in it, the opening night reception and RFIC. But in addition, we've gathered together uh, quite a few events that are normally spread out through the conference. We've put them in one area, so you'll be able to go to one area for the interactive forums for the student design competition. The YP's Lounge is there, and what am I forgetting? Um, well, the, the, IP, the YP's have done a good job. They've got a nice program of events with panel sessions and talks, uh, and they have a nice lounge there somewhere. 
And that's kudos again to Young Professionals Program. Again, I go to a lot of conferences and a, a lot of different segments, but as far as enriching and making really great programs for young professionals, again, just kudos to this community for creating such a great program. You guys really do a great job. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. and in this this year, we're also having the rest and relax lounge to make sure we hit all portions of our population. So I've nicknamed it the OP's lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Is that for old people like me? <laughs> old professionals. Old yes. professionals like old us. Old professionals. Lounge. Okay. Okay, I got it. Rest and reach lounge. Yes. <laughs> I was pushing for lazy boys, but we didn't didn't quite go there. Dang it! What about those massage chairs from the mall, Gail? Come on. Yeah, there you go. That's there what you we go. Did. So, so there's going to be something for everyone. Yeah. Well, it sounds like an amazing conference. I'm going to share all the details. Did you want to go in? to some depth about the tracks or the number of papers because I know you really are in this post-COVID comeback year and um, you want to well, talk yeah, about we, some we, of that technical depth? IMS is back and I'll let yeah. John talk about all the numbers <laughs> but IMS is back. Yeah, we've had, we, yes. yeah we've got, uh, we had about 750 papers submitted um, which is uh, as good as it was before, before COVID. So we've got 360 accepted papers, uh, sessions across three days, multiple parallel tracks um, from device technology through circuit design, passive circuits, and a whole range of systems, uh, say wireless systems, uh, wireless power transmission, radar, aerospace and space applications, um, um, multiple antenna systems, a whole range of things uh, for people to gain systems aspects and we're really pushing that and it's been very very well received apparently by the technical community because we've got lots of papers. But we're back to pre-pandemic uh, numbers and figures. We have a fantastic exhibition. That's yeah. great news and yeah and so on the exhibition how are you doing it as far as you know, I've been many times to IMS, and how the numbers of exhibitors, uh, how, how has that come along as well? Do you know that off the top of your head? Yeah, we got just shy of 550 exhibitors, which is, um, again, a pre-pandemic number, it's, uh, which is 25% more than last year. Um, that's about 90,000 square feet of, uh, of booth space, uh, 900 booths. Um, so it's pretty. It's a pretty big exhibition. It's back to as you might remember right. before in 2017, 2018, 2019. And again, for our listeners, that's another reason you want to go because you go and you see the whole ecosystem oh, of everything: a, device a, to systems to materials to filter. I mean, there is so much there that it's a great place for you to go and maybe meet, meet new suppliers, find new technologies. It's it's a wonderful, wonderful well, on we your walking shoes. Yeah, the micro apps is the industry uh, people presenting more application oriented papers. Uh, we have a demo, the SATCOMS demo. Uh, yeah, there's the, the MTT Society, Micro Theory and Technology Society, has been sponsoring student um, student satellite challenge. It's a 
there was some hardware that uh, we're hoping will actually get launched um, next year. Uh, and there were 30 teams originally, and that's been whittled down over the past uh, three, four years. And the three finalists will appear at, um, at IMS in San Diego. And uh, demonstrating the mock-up designs in, a, in the systems pavilion on the exhibition floor each day. And uh, yeah. so come ask them hard uh, questions. Ask them hard questions. Yeah, be <laughs> Grill the kids. Final school. Yeah, the uh, the winners will be announced this this year. So that'll be cool. Yes. Well, that's great. Um, has there been anything that I have not asked you about because it's so broad? I'm worried I'm going to miss something. Well, you could, uh, we could give you a bit of background on the, uh, the plenary speakers that we have. Um, I would love that. Yes, uh, please. Industrial showcase and industrial keynotes, which are all new, oh, yes. which are new innovations. Okay. The two plenary speakers we've got, we've got an opening plenary speaker, Ed Gottschalk, fellow of the IEEE. Um, mm -hmm. he's, he's worked for many years in millimeter wave uh, technology. He invented the on-wafer probe for millimeter wave measurements to measure millimeter wave ICs and mm. basically um, uh, enabled that whole industry. And he'll be giving a, a really good talk on uh, the impact of transmission lines on everyday life, basically, on the way we communicate. Um, and then we have Sarah Naderian, who's going to be our closing, uh, closing event speaker. Uh, she has been working in STEM and STEAM activities uh, for a number of years uh, with Qualcomm and now with UCSD and getting young people as young as eight into building. Wow, that's amazing. I love that. And she's very enthusiastic and, and I don't know all the details of what she has planned, but I think it's going, going to be very fun and very interesting. That sounds great. Well, well, a couple of the innovations we've had this year. I mean, we yes. we mentioned that it's for students, academics, professors, industry professionals. We have been trying to um, encourage more participation from industry, and a couple of ways we're doing those. Do you want to talk about the keynote? Oh yes. So this year we have industry keynote uh, speakers dispersed between the tracks. So oh. the topics will fit in. Yeah, it's it's going to be good. So we have quite a selection of people. Uh, who are active in industry, in research in industry, in getting products out, and they're kind of taking roadmap for where our industry is going. So it kind of gives some guidance mm. to where, you know, where what should the academics be looking at? You know, if, if you know, mm -hmm. where is where is this going? What what are we going to launch into space or launch under the ocean or you know, there's any number of things that people are out there doing that's quite exciting. So look for the industry keynote speakers. They're staggered so that they are at different times. So if you want to go small, you can. Yeah, and if you, if you look in the program book specifically, which will be online on the app, that you okay. can up, all the keynotes are marked with, with a key logo. So you can, you can pick them out pretty quickly. Um, the other thing that we're doing is, mm -hmm. is the showcase, and this this will happen on Monday, um, right before the opening uh, plenary session, and it's 18 of the the best industry papers will 
uh, come and present their work uh, in, a, in a, essentially a poster type of session. Interactive forum. Interactive forum. There will be mm. several demos. Um, several of the authors have said, can we bring a demo and show how we do it? Yeah, of course. And it's a great way for students, for example, to start meeting people in industry. You mm -hmm. bet. So we're, we're quite excited about that. Wednesday morning at 6.30, for the first time, we are having a fun run, walk, or walk, 3K yes. across the Embarcadero. Uh, if everything goes as planned, I'm going to be out there doing that and soaking in the, the sun. I love that. I'm excited to, to participate in that one, too. If you're going to have a, a run, walk, you might as well do it on the Embarcadero in San Diego, overlooking the bay. It's pretty yeah. spectacular. Yeah, and, and it's pretty good turnout for that too, right? I think I heard that already. Something like over two hundred people are signed up for that, right? Yeah, and we'll be uh, there'll be a few gifts that go along with it, including I think we have bracelets so that you know everybody can go on at their own path. Pace, but you'll be able to spot your uh, co-conference attendees along the environment. Oh, and so it's oh, yet another, uh, another great opportunity to network. So if you really want to impress somebody, you might either want to beat them or let them win. <laughs> <laughs> but the social theme, we're having a, a Latin American theme that is going, going to be a thread throughout the conference. So the opening night uh, reception theme is a Latin American street party. We will also have panel sessions about microwaves in uh, Latin America and focus sessions. So we're, we're really kind of giving a bit of a spotlight on our colleagues from that part of the world. Yeah, yeah as Gail said, it's gonna run through, through the whole uh, uh, week. So. The, uh, there will be a beach party uh, on Wednesday at the exhibition. The exhibitors' uh, um, reception will be a beach party, so it'll be all that something going on. So you want to brush up on your Spanish, cervezas, por favor. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, I know how to say that one. I'm ready. <laughs> well, again. It sounds like fun, technically rich, um, great for first timers, good for old timers. It, it really sounds and feels like there's really something for everybody. And thank you both for coming on and sort of giving us a, you know, a, a snapshot of the smorgasbord that, that y'all have planned for this year. It is June 11th through 16th. Is that right, guys? That's right. 11th yeah. through 16th. Um, at the San Diego Convention Center, I will put all the links, everything we've talked about in the show notes so you can go register, learn more. And also there's a great app. So you can also download the app. Um, so again, lots of rich resources. Teasers, the technical teasers on the website. Yep. So you can, you can start participating yep. and that's open to everyone. Yep. So that'll give people a good idea of what IMS is all about technically as well. Awesome. Okay, technical teasers. 
Well, again, thank you, John and Gail. It's a delight to work with you. I appreciate you both so much. You, besides that you both work really hard and contribute to the industry professionally, privately, you do so much to enrich this community and you give so much of your time. And I thank you for working so hard over, you know, particularly this last year, but for multiple years of all you've contributed to the show. So thank you so much. So make sure to join us for IMS 2023 for the coolest ideas under the sun. Make sure you go check out the show notes. We hope to see you there. Thanks for joining us to get to this week. We'll see you next week. Until then, remember to always stay connected to the ecosystem. Sir, sir. Yes.